and welcome to another edition of the Scout Team Podcast. I'm Emery Hunt, the czar of the playbook. Be sure to follow me on all of my social media accounts and also check out and subscribe to the Football Game Plan Network located at youtube.com slash football game plan and subscribe on iTunes to Football Game Plan Podcast and leave us a five-star rating. Keeping with our 2020 NFL Draft prospect interviews today, joined by one of my favorite prospects in this draft class, been following his career for quite some time now, and that's quarterback Roland Rivers III from Slippery Rock. Roland, I appreciate you taking time. Absolutely. I appreciate you having me, Emery. It's always good talking with you. You, you know what's interesting is, you know, when you see numbers just pop up on the, the screen or across the timeline, whether it's Twitter or, you know, on television, if you're watching a game like, oh, so-and-so threw for 600 yards and nine touchdowns, it's just like, this can't be real. But when you see it constantly, you, you say, okay, let me check this guy out. And lo and behold, it, it is real. And it's, it's impressive to watch someone be consistent and dominant. And you were at the collegiate level, man. Let, let's just start there and talk about your college career and how, it, now that you're, you're done playing college ball, looking back on it, what, what are some of your, your thoughts and, and you know, your takeaways from what you were able to do out there on the collegiate field? So I'm there very play at two great universities, Valdosta State University and Slippery Rock. Starting off at Valdosta, I recruited there to be a three-year, four-year starter type of guy and was the starter down there and ended up getting injured, uh, tearing my labrum in my throwing shoulder in 2016 as a redshirt sophomore, missing all of 2017 and going into the 2018 season. Now that I'm fully healthy and, in, you know, in some really great shape, ready to get back out on the field, I transferred up to Slippery Rock University up in Pennsylvania and played with my quarterback coach from Valdosta State. He was the offensive coordinator up there now and reunited with him and went on to have two great years up at Slippery Rock, finishing with the, the Harlan Hill Trophy, you know, Division Two Heisman Trophy. So very thankful to have played it for, for, like I said, two great universities, a lot of great coaches and great teammates, um, just great people around that that always invested in me. And they never, um, you know, never allowed me to sell myself short. You know, they knew what I was capable of, and I've always been held to a high standard um, at both universities. And so um, I feel like my time in college has definitely prepared me to play at the next level, playing for the coaches that I've been able to play for, learning, uh, play for four or five different offensive coordinators, in my collegiate days, so I feel like I can adapt to any system. Um, I, I'm not a system quarterback, but I can play in any system is the way I look at it. So I'm very versatile, can make any throw on the field, and, um, you know, I'm, I'm excited for, for my opportunity to get, to get out there and compete again. It, it was funny because I was on that broadcast for the Mercyhurst game, and, you know, leading up to that game, I was excited to come watch you play live and, you know, really get a good feel for what you bring to the table as a prospect. And the first thing that jumped out at me was, you know, how consistent you were throwing the football deep down the field. I thought your deep ball accuracy and your placement deep down the field was extremely impressive. That's a hard throw to make, in my opinion. How difficult is that throw, and why have you found yourself being so consistent in that aspect? I definitely appreciate that. That's uh, something that I pride myself on. Um, I grew up in the neighborhood. I lived in the cul-de-sac, me and my younger brother. 
and my older brother, we just be outside trying to see how far we could throw the football because we had so much space and <laughs> uh, really just learn how to put it on a dot. Um, sometimes the deeper passes are easier for me than, than the shorter ones, people may say. But uh, I, I do believe I have the, the strongest arm and the best deep ball in this draft class. And uh, I say that humbly because it's, it's something that I, I do work on and I pride myself with being able to connect on those deep shots you know making the defense have to play the whole length of the field you know dbs can never if if you that safety comes down a step and a half and my receiver can get on top of him it's over you know i'm gonna put it right right in the stride and um you know just repetition in practice and a, a big part of my game and you know what's interesting about that because you know when you do it at at the college that you play at yeah, you work with those receivers throughout the course of the, the summer, spring, all throughout the regular season. So that continuity is going to be there. So you guys are going to connect on more of those passes. But it was impressive to see you do that at the All-Star event down at the College Red Iron Showcase when you just met these guys that day and you're out there connecting on deep balls and, and plays deep down the field. But when you when you look at what you were able to do and put on tape um, – at the College Gridiron Showcase, how beneficial was it for you to go there, considering what has happened since then, you know, with this whole uh, coronavirus thing that we're going through where you, you can't really go out and, and travel around. So how beneficial was playing in that all-star event for you? Yeah, that was a great experience going down to Fort Worth, Texas. It was my first time in Texas. and uh, The hospitality that was shown from the, from the showcase and being – uh, amongst so many great athletes was, was something that um, I, I definitely cherished and, and enjoyed being down there. And not to mention the scouts. I mean, so many scouts uh, just filling up the sidelines. So you had to bring your A game, and I, I enjoyed it. You know, it was those receivers, there were guys there that were very talented. And I tell all the receivers, you know, you put your head down and run. You know, trust <laughs> that I can, I can get it too. You don't have to worry about being underthrown. You know, run so fast to make me underthrow you if that's what you want to do. And I, you know, guys put their head down and and ran and, and went out there to to go get it. So I put it out there for them. So it was it was definitely a lot of fun. Um, I'm you know glad I was able to be a part of that, and would like to help in whatever way I can going forward. Maybe come back and and be a coach or do something. You know, to to give back to that because that was a great a great experience and opportunity. Yeah, hopefully that's like 20 years down the line when you know after you had a long pro NFL career uh, as a quarterback, then you can come back and, and coach. We don't want you to get down there too quickly. Yeah, uh, yeah, we, yeah, we absolutely. Want you, we want <laughs> you to have a long two-decade career. But when, when you look at playing a position, man, it's it's different where people kind of – everyone has a, has a take. Everyone has a comment about the quarterback position or what they think they know about the quarterback position. But I'm going to give you a chance right now just to dispel a myth or what have you. What's one big thing about playing quarterback that you wish people understood that they tend to misconstrue construe, uh, consistently? Well, the number one thing is that I guess when a team wins, everyone gives all the credit the, you know, to the quarterback and saying when a team loses. Football is the ultimate team sport. It takes you know, 11 men on offense, defense, and special teams to, to win a football game. However, it's, it's myth to that and it's truth to that because as the quarterback, the ball is in your hands every play, you know, offensively. It starts with you. You know, you you 
it starts and ends with you, but at the same time, it's the ultimate team game. So just that fine line in between that is something that, that I know a lot of people may not really understand. But, you know, as a quarterback, me as a quarterback, I take a lot of pride in what I'm being asked to do for my team. Uh, I want to make smart decisions with the football and put my guys in a position to succeed. And in order to do that, you know, it starts way before game day. It starts, um, you know, Sunday after the last game, you know, just preparing mentally to uh, to go out there and, and be able – because a lot of the quarterback position is mental. You know, your body, I feel like at this point, especially at the next level and stuff, like everyone is talented. And what's going to separate separate one guy from the next is that the film work, the extra work that they put in to be successful on the field. And as the quarterback, it may take more – it does take more effort, you know, outside of um, actually playing the game. During the week, the film study, the, the you know, watching – being with your coaches, understanding the game plan, you know, quarterbacks have to take it to another level first guy in last guy out this is what people expect out of the quarterback so um that that's probably the main thing with just what what's required of the quarterback and just knowing that wins and losses is a team thing well well building off of that when you talk about your week of prep and week of work that goes into being successful on game day what does your week of work look like uh from that position because i only know it from a running back's uh, point of view of what i'm looking for uh, in my particular game plan, but for you, you guys, I remember when I first got to college and, you know, they handed me a playbook and I was like, damn, this playbook thick. And it was, you know, maybe about two inches. But then I saw the quarterback's playbook. I'm like, oh, <laughs> I was like, oh, snap. And then so what goes into, you know, your week of work to help you be so successful? All right. So I'll speak on my time at Slippery Rock this past season. I was fortunate to play with, play for Adam Newt, our offensive coordinator coordinator who coached at Tiffin University. He coached uh, Kyle Pipkin, or I forget his first name, but I believe he's in the CFL Antonio, right yeah, now. Antonio Pipkin. Antonio yep. Pipkin, yeah. He went down to the Senior Bowl and all that when he was a senior and all. And he was coached by my offensive coordinator who I played for this past season. And so um, he really took my, you know, I watched a lot of film on my own. I've always been addicted to, you know, huddle and I love seeing myself on film and trying to <laughs> critique myself and seeing where I can get better and seeing in practice where I can take advantage of my teammates. You know, I've always been that, that guy. But this past season, uh, Coach Noogs really, uh, you know, took a, took the, took another step forward in a relationship where, you know, coming in and watching film with him every day was something that, that was normal, that, that was a lot of fun to do, you know, going in there and talking ball, talking life, and uh, probably one of the best offensive coordinator, quarterback relationships that I've had. In my collegiate times, uh, I love Coach Nukes. And so, uh, uh, you know, just watching extra film every day after practice, coming in, watching watching extra film Fridays before the games, just always making sure I know what's asked of me and, and what I need to go out there and do, what coverages teams want to play against us versus certain formations, um, just being aware of the blitz, knowing where my hots are. Just having that relationship with, with the coach, I believe, is, is so important. As a quarterback, you really got to be best friends with your offensive coordinator, your, whoever's the offensive staff as a whole, to where when you get out there on the field, you, you're the quarterback, but you're a coach out there as well and able to get guys lined up properly and, and put the team in the position to succeed. So being, being you know, tight with your with your OC is probably the, the number one thing I feel like that I was able to do this past season that allowed me to 
to go out there and have the and play well each week like I was able to do. Does that help you go out there and and did they give you full autonomy, you know, uh, at the line of scrimmage or you know if you saw something that was called and so like, you know what we probably could check out of this and get into a better position or better play. You had that freedom to to make plays, to make adjustments, to make uh, yeah, changes I, at the line. Yeah, absolutely. I, I had that that same privilege as well at Bud Austin State playing under Kerwin Bell, who was at University of South Florida this past season, and you know he played twelve years professionally, played at. University of Florida was the SEC player of the year and he first implemented me into that pro style offense where you know as the quarterback you're responsible for a snap count uh, you know calling out the plays all of that being able to to uh, change plays and get us in good situations and so yeah it was the same thing this past season that slippy rock if I saw a five-man box or you know I could change to a run you know or, or if I see cover zero getting us into a quick Rub route or, you know, taking a shot. If I see one-on-one covers, we had two slot receivers in Jermaine Wynn and Sinku Sweden who who were some burners at that slot position. If I see press man cover one, you know, checking to that inside fade, giving both of them inside fade and looking the safety off and hitting one for a big play. We did that on numerous occasions. So uh, definitely yeah, I, I play a lot of Madden as well. Uh, <laughs> and, and, and I, I, Madden really helps you as a quarterback, without a doubt, because a lot of those concepts on on Madden are, I mean, they're real life plays, you know. So uh, I I, I kind of do the same thing in Madden. So when I get out there on the field, I, I feel comfortable being able to do that. Now the you see now you you brought up Madden. And, you know, when I was in college, Madden, uh, I used to call that's where the Zara the playbook came from, right? Uh, because really? I used to be I used to be a monster on the sticks. Um, in uh in Madden 01 <laughs> I can believe and Madden it. 02. I, I used to be a dog, you know, because this back when you had to bring your memory card with the plays you created, right? So um we used to get down on, on Madden, yeah. especially had, like <laughs> I had that downtime. But um one thing that's that was interesting is that when you have uh a strong arm like you do, normally you see quarterbacks with strong arms, you know, wanna throw show that they have a strong arm. So every throw is like a Greg Maddox 95-mile-an-hour fastball. But I was impressed mm. with how well you threw with touch. And that's rare for a guy that has such a strong arm to be able to switch it up and throw with touch. Was that something that you always had, or was that something that you had to develop when you got to when you got to Valdosta or when you got to Slippery Rock? Yeah, so I played multiple sports. I played basketball and, you know, and football and and so I'm a shooter at the three-point line, and I believe, you know, <laughs> so it's like having that touch and being able to drop it in the bucket is something I've always been able to do. Um, I, I actually put my accuracy above my arm strength, honestly. And, you know, people get caught up in my ability to throw it deep, but my, my accuracy is is probably the thing I'm most proud of, being able to put balls right in, in position and strive for receivers to keep running away from defenders. I'm smart with the football. Um, don't throw interceptions. Don't throw in the double coverage or anything like that. So my my ball placement is is probably, like I said, the, the top thing, top attribute of mine that that's above my arm strength. And being able to put it over defenders, under defenders, wherever it may be for a completion, that's my that's the greatest feeling for me is completing the pass. On, and and um, so, yeah, I take a lot of pride in my ball placement and accuracy. You also have to take pride in what you do under pressure, man, because normally 
it's funny when you you just see a certain uh let's say it happens early in the game either it's a bad play or a blitz comes normally defensive players defensive uh coordinators want to test you know do a heart check you know what i'm saying on on a quarterback and mm-hmm. send some pressure early see if he's going to get rattled but you never get rattled you never bother by what's going on around you no matter if you're down 20 or you know you're getting pressure you just play with a certain level of calm does that come from uh playing multiple sports or w- how do you develop that if you don't have that because you you do that really well which allows you to you know maintain that level of focus when everything else around you is chaotic yeah I, i'll take it back to madden again um when i hurt my shoulder in 2016 at the end of, end of that season missing the playoffs all of 2017 uh, i couldn't play the game of football and i but i could you know Imagine that I was that guy playing Madden. I mean, I I, I love Madden. I love playing that game. And uh, I would just, I would play so many games against the computer, and I may be down 25 points, you know, and come back and win. And I played so many games of Madden because I just missed the game of football so much. And I was that quarterback out there when I was playing, you know, playing by myself. Just in my downtime, I was that quarterback. And so I, I had so many comeback victories, you know, and, and even in high school, I was I was known as like the comeback king in high school, just never, never getting too high or too low. But I know during that time in 2017, being away from the game um, and coming back in 2018, I, I take it one play at a time. Um, what's my job on this one play? If I throw an interception, I know I can come back the, the next drive and lead us on a 75-yard touchdown drive. You know what I mean? Or, or come back first play and throw a 65-yard bomb. So uh, I know I believe in my talent. I, I know that I, I'm capable of making plays on the football field. And so if I can just, you know, just stay level-headed, stay within the game. And football games are long, you know, 60 minutes. So, you know, you just got to stay mentally in it the whole, the full 60 minutes, no matter what. I've been a part of a lot of uh, great comebacks. Uh, I've also stayed in the playoffs. My redshirt freshman year, we were down. I think 21 points, 22 points going into the fourth quarter, and we put up 34 points to to win that game in the in the first round of the playoffs. And so, just know to always have faith. You never know what can happen. Keep playing the game for the love of the game, and and uh, you know that's that's been successful for me this far. Now you, you keep bringing up Matt, man. You talk about your, how great you are and your comebacks and all that stuff like that. <laughs> now, are you are you playing this on rookie or are you playing on all Matt? Because I need to know. I'm on all Madden with it, man. You know, I probably don't play as much as I did in, the, in that time. Like I said, I had a whole year off from football and recovering from my shoulder surgery. So I, I kind of fell in love with the game during that time. But football is a real-life game. You know, what we're playing, especially at the next level, it's, it's intense. You know, it's a lot on the line. And so I just I, – I'm going to pride myself on getting in every week, establishing myself um, with the with the established guys on the team, the older guys. The, you know, the, the quarterbacks are already on the team, coaches, and just picking everybody's brain. You know, I, I love the game of football. I love learning about the game of football. And so I'm going to make sure to do that at the next level and, and you know, be one of those first guy in, last guy out, um, you know, from the very start. So I just I played it a lot because I wanted to learn. You know, I would, I would you know, think about the plays that I run, watching the safety rotation and all of that. You know, and it helped me when I got out in real life. So I'm just, yeah, I, I do love Madden. It's a game. It's my favorite game. So 
it, you know what you know what Madden really taught me, and it's funny because now that doesn't sound as weird as it would have sounded back when I was coming up. You know, because you know mm-hmm. now Madden is back then Madden it wasn't as detailed as it is now. Yeah, um, and so yeah. you really learn a ton from Madden now. But back then, a lot of the stuff we did was we were outside a lot more um, and doing different th- different things, finding out. But the biggest thing I learned from Madden was was how critical positional groupings were. And so it was, you know, just playing around with certain things. You, you're like, okay, um, my tight ends are trash, but I really want to run the ball. So let me put a tackle at tight end and you know, essentially have six offensive linemen out there and then run the football. So it, just, it, it helps, you know, grow your creativity. Yeah. But you constantly talk about loving the game and, and immersed in football. Like you couldn't stay away from it even when you wasn't able to play. So what is it about the game that you love the most? The process. Um, you know, you, you spend so much time throughout the year preparing for at, in college, you know, 10, 11 games, you know, but you train 300 days out the year, 300 plus, you know, to play those few hours a day um, to, to play those games. And so I, I just love the process where everything it takes leading up to a, to a football game, to a season, the offseason workouts, film study, you know, being a part of great teams. You know, being around great people, guys who love the game of football, and uh, uh, but on a personal level, just just being in between those lines, uh, it's, it's uh, it takes so much away. It's, it's it's my safe place. You know, being in between those lines and and playing the game of football. It's a game at the end of the day. The same way on these past Saturdays at Slippery Rock, one o'clock, I was getting ready to play a football game. It was some six-year-olds out there getting ready to play a football game too. And so just, just that love for the game, love being out there competing uh, with, with guys who you can call your brothers, just a lot of fun. You know, the game, it's, it's, the, it's the best sport in the world to me, football is. And uh, just that ultimate team game from players to coaches to equipment staff to, you know, just being surrounded by those guys who love doing, being a part of what they're a part of and the, the reward of going throughout a week preparing and and going out there exactly what you prepare for you go out there you see it and you dominate it and you know having that fun at after the game with your teammates celebrating it's just it's a beautiful feeling so i love the process of getting better and then all of that work leading up to winning now at the end you, of the day so i'm good you you were you were able to get a pro day in um you were at villanova's pro day you know yeah. How did that go for you, and what was some of the feedback not only did you get from from there, but also from pro scouts when you were at the College Rodion Showcase and also the Hula Bowl? Yeah, so uh, my agent, Cameron Wise, he represents Austin Eckler, and Eckler just signed a, a pretty nice deal. So I have a, a good agent who I'm um, you know, appreciative of being able to, to have been signed by him, and he's put me in some really good positions. I, I was out in San Diego training at Exos and got to work we had 3D QV up in Huntington Beach, and uh, I got got coached. I was out on the field amongst Matt Ryan, Jared Goff, Jacoby Brissett, Deshaun Kaiser, Cody Cody Kessler, Easton Stick. Uh, guys getting ready for for pro days this year: Justin Herbert, Bryce Perkins, uh, Blake Barnett out of USF. So I was able to get out there and get some that work that those professional quarterbacks get. You know, them teaching me how to get my hips more involved 
in, in all of my throws because I got a strong arm and I can make a lot of throws off of my arm talent. But when I get my whole body in the direction of the throw, it makes it, it makes, I don't even have to throw it. I, you know, my, I got so much power in my hips and my core to where I don't have to use as much as my arm anymore. I'm able to use more of my hips and, and get my legs through. And, uh, and even training at Exos, I was working with Mike Shepard, who coached in the NFL 18 years. And he, that's where Pat Mahomes did his draft prep training. And he worked with Mike Shepard as well. And so being able to form that relationship and learn under a guy who coached as an NFL offensive coordinator and quarterback coach for 18 years and all was, was great experience. So I say all that to say that, um, you know, I, I did go out at, at the Villanova Pro Day. I felt like I put on a good showing um, throwing the football. I started off wanting to show my arm strength and, and my deep ball accuracy. And it was a guy I had never thrown to because, you know, much time to get reps in with each other, with everybody being from different schools and whatnot. But we started off with a play action with a post about 70 yards down the field and we connected. And That was the first first play of the script was that right there. So had a lot of fun out there. And uh, I could have I felt like I could have tested a little better in my 40. I, I got t- timed anywhere from 4.8 to 4.9. But I know I could have timed a little better. I wanted to be perfect in my form and everything and I think I should have just went out there and just ran you know what I mean and, mm-hmm. and uh but you know I know that that my I may not be the fastest guy or the quickest guy or it's quarterbacks that may be more athletic than me I, I won't shy away from that but I am an athlete without a doubt and my ability to play the quarterback position and win within the pocket and be able to extend plays my feel for the pocket is what I believe will will separate me from a lot of guys I didn't get sacked much at Slippy Rock, and that's not, you know, and it, it, I'm, I played behind a good offensive line, but I still am able to, to improvise and make plays, and my feel for the pocket allows me to be an effective runner, knowing when to run. You know, I'm, I'm going to go through my reads before I try to take off and just run. You know, I'm going, I'm a quarterback first before anything. I want to get my get the ball into the hands of my playmakers and let them do the work, but I, I am able to to be mobile and extend plays and, and get first downs or go pick up 15, 20 yards or, you know, be athletic, make a guy miss and all of that. I still can't do all of that. But, like, just going back to the pro day and, and the hula ball and all that, I'm, I had a great draft prep season. Uh, got got to learn from a lot of great people, hula ball, CGS, and also I'm excited and ready for my opportunity to play at the next level. Yeah, everything is funny when, you, when you're bringing it up because it's like, man, how could people question this about him? when he had nearly 1,300 yards rushing and 16 touchdowns on the ground, yeah, you know, and all that stuff uh, like that. When you look at, you know, players, uh, and I, I know this because we spoke before at the College Road Iron Showcase, I know you're a big Falcons fan as I was a big Saints fan growing up. So I do know you watch a little bit of Matt Ryan, but when you, when you look at some of the guys that you are watching, you know, as you're playing the position, what some of the players that you watched and 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 kind of took pieces of their game and added it to yours okay i'll start from the very you know when my quarterback journey began you know back in 2008 9 10 wherever but um i, I really admired the, the play of ben roethlisberger when i was growing up he was a bigger guy a bigger quarterback and i was the same way i've always been a bigger kid you know and and he you know back then they were like you know, you're too big to play quarterback. You need to be playing linebacker, tight end, or D-line or something. I'm like, no, I want to throw the ball. I'm a quarterback. <laughs> and so Ben Roethlisberger kind of 
set the tone for me to be able to play like, oh, I can be like Ben Roethlisberger. You know, that was what I would tell my coaches and stuff like that to get the opportunity to play. And so uh, him, guys like, you know, Steve McNair, Tony Romo, Brett Favre, Donovan McNabb, those thick-bodied quarterbacks. But, uh, you know, they, they aren't the fastest guys, but they're, like I said, they're able to be mobile. But the, all of those guys went from the pocket first. And and that's what you know what I what I believe I am. So those guys I try to model my game after. And like I said, uh, guys in the league right now who who I feel like I could be, um, you know, have similar playing styles would be, um, you know, like Pat Mahomes. I think we do a lot of similar things within the pocket. We got different throwing motions and all, but just our our when we're out there, our energy, our love for the game, and you know the throws we're both able to make. I feel like is a good comparison for me. Uh, in the NFL, so um, I, I want to go and make my own name now in the NFL and, and make guys want to play like Roland Rivers the third. So I'm going to continue to get better, keep working. But there are a lot of guys who who I respect in the NFL. Tom Brady's the goat. I, I you know I try to pick up, learn things from him. Watch his highlight tape and watch how he gets his hips and in, in every throw and his mechanics, how mechanically sharp he is. So I try to pick in from a lot of guys. That's oh, that's a great answer. You want people to be Rolling Rivers the third, um, and from here moving forward, that that's awesome, dude. Look, it's been it's been great to to watch you continue to grow and develop and, and become the player that you have become, the prospect that you have become. You know, where can people follow you on social media to help follow your journey to the NFL? Yes, yeah, so I'm on Instagram, Instagram and Twitter at rowqb14 r o q b one four and um you know i try to be active on there and if, you know anybody want to hit me up to talk or anything like that i'm open to doing that so uh, yeah those are my social media handles and what's your uh gamer tag in case people want to serve up some l's on madden if you if you're trying to uh you know get some games on believe it or not i ended up selling my playstation this past year smart uh, man yeah, I, <laughs> I played it enough during those times and stuff like that. So I may be a little rusty on the sticks now, but I, I'll probably get one, you know, a few months down the line and stuff. To, but yeah, I don't have one right now. So guys got lucky, you know, they, they can take their <laughs> take their L's. They got a little bit more time to take their L's. But I, yeah, <laughs> I love it, man. Listen, man, this it's been fun talking ball with you. Uh, really happy for your your growth and, and development and what you got in the future. And, and listen, man, we really appreciate you taking time and wish you the best of luck moving forward. Absolutely, Emery. It's always great talking to you. We'll be in touch.